Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, my name is Bryce Watts, and this is the NF Ladies Podcast. This is a podcast where I talk exclusively to the women in the NFL to learn about how they navigate this life in the league. The players are always the ones in the spotlight, but I want to highlight the women who are the support systems behind the scenes. Let's do it. Welcome to season two of the NF Ladies podcast. I'm excited to be back and doing this podcast post-COVID season. There were a lot of rules and restrictions that were put in place by the league, but I will go into those a little bit later. But first thing is first, as you have noticed, you do not hear the lovely voice of Allison Anger in the intro. And that is because she has chosen to step away from the podcast to focus more on her family. Brian and they just actually had their firstborn child, a little baby girl. She was actually pregnant when we were recording, but she didn't say anything, so I didn't say anything. So it was kind of a little well-known secret within our NF Ladies community where we talked about it before we were starting to record the podcast, but she didn't know how much she wanted to share, which I completely understand. You want to keep some stuff personal, especially in the league where you don't really have privacy. You kind of have to pick and choose what you want to keep to yourself and what you want to share with the world, which honestly, when I think about it, has to do with everybody nowadays in social media. You kind of get to pick and choose what you want to put out there in the world. Another big thing is that I am now a part of the Believe Podcast Network. Nothing changes on this podcast. I still have guests on, but just some stuff on the back end that I'll be taking care of with them. Because I will now be doing this podcast alone, I thought of doing segments different segments that I come up with that I can sprinkle in every now and then. Uh, One of them is that I would actually read mean comments. I started a TikTok last season and it was entertaining. I was working with the company who I was actually linking up big brands with TikTok creators. So I was familiar with the app because I was on it every day. So I said, why not just get on it myself? People love seeing these big guys act silly. So my roommate and my boyfriend last year were actually heavily featured in the videos, if not completely the ones who took over my page. So I made a TikTok account and I got some rather harsh comments on there. I was sure to screenshot them before deleting them because I don't need that negativity on my page. But I did think that they were humorous enough to actually keep within my files. So I will be sprinkling those in about here and there. And if you guys are so bold, other NF ladies, to send in some of your comments or when I talk to certain guests, if they want to read some of the things or show me some of the things that people have said, we can do that also. It's kind of a spin-off of celebrities read mean tweets, which, and when I say it's similar, it's basically the same exact thing, except for instead of movie stars and celebrities, it's the NFL significant others, wives and girlfriends who are getting these comments when we have done nothing to provoke these individuals. That's what makes it so funny. Another thing I was thinking about doing is actually having uh, open questions at the end. So listener mail, where people can send in questions, ask me certain things about what I discussed, 
ask me certain questions so I can even pose those questions on the air so that we can get responses and really just think these things to, through together. So it's not just me talking to the microphone, it's other people as well. So if you would like to send me some type of listener mail, you can DM me at the NF Ladies Pod Instagram page. I'm gonna start going live with some more content on there as well. It's been kind of a crazy year for us as it has every year. So I fell off this last off season with recording the podcast, obviously. Things were happening for me, for Allison, obviously giving birth during off season. They are now currently with the Cowboys. And Chad and I right now are in free agency. So we are still in the process of looking at teams. Stuff's happening with it, uh, behind the scenes, but you know how that goes where anything can happen at any time and you don't really want to disclose anything until moves have been made. That's as of right now when I'm recording this podcast, when it's released, I don't know, who knows? I'll give you updates probably on my Instagram page because I'll be very excited. And obviously when I'm talking to you guys in the podcast as well. So for all the newcomers this year, I want to just give a quick background on myself, something that I did in the introduction of season one. Just talk about how Chad and I met, our experience in the league so far, what we've been through, and we're currently in free agency. So we were with the Texans last season and during this off season, we were released a couple months into the beginning of the year and we're preparing for wherever we were gonna go, whatever team. And this is why I always close out a place when we move away from that city. We were living with a roommate in Houston and we just brought all of our stuff. We didn't wanna risk anything. We just wanted to bring everything with us so that we had it wherever we would go. Turns out this was a good thing because you never know in the league. So we're always traveling with stuff. I've created a system where we're packed, we've packed stuff more efficiently. I have collapsible boxes. I have different things that are collapsible. Only the bare necessities of things that I need in the kitchen because we like to cook at home. We don't like to go out as often, also save some money. So that's some stuff that I did during off season, but it's a good thing that we bring all of our stuff with us. And this is just teaching us that what we're doing is right, that we should bring our stuff with us, that we should always be prepared to move wherever we may go. So that's a really good thing that we did during this off season. So after we were released from the Texans, we were actually picked up by the Detroit Lions for a bit of training camp. Uh, We're recently released at the recording of this podcast. Who knows what's going to happen when I release this episode. Something may change, but I'll keep you updated on the NF Ladies Podcast Instagram page as well as my own personal page on Instagram. It's just at Bryce Watts. Very simple. So I'm going to be posting updates on there, obviously, because I'm going to be very excited when things start moving, things start happening. So during off-season, it's kind of where everything seems like it's in a standstill in a sense. I worked in in production, so it's a hurry up and wait kind, kind of situation there. And honestly, in the NFL, it's the same exact thing. You hurry up and do everything that you're supposed to do during season, however many months out of the year it is, depending on if you go to Super Bowl. And then the rest of the year, you're just kind of hanging out. They're working out. You're moving back to places and kind of just figuring out what you're gonna do for next season and just being as prepared as you can for whatever is to come. So it's a hurry up and wait mentality. So that's what we've been doing this off season. Um, I am currently 
living at my parents' house. He's living at his parents' house just so that we can pick up and go whenever we need to so that we don't have a place that's rented that we have to deal with the lease before because we've had some complications with that when we were with the Jets in New Jersey. That's what we've been doing this off season. We went to Hawaii, actually, Chad and our roommate from Houston, the Houston Texans, Kahale, they went there to surf and they absolutely loved it. They are very into surfing now. I was working, which was fine. I was still working in a beautiful location. It was great that I got to be remote, but they definitely had a way better time than I did. So now it's just the waiting portion of it. Uh, people are still currently in training camp right now. Like I said at the recording of this podcast, when this releases, I'm thinking sometime in September, things will start up again with the league and actually the regular season will be starting. So I did want to touch on a couple things now that this is post post-COVID season. When I say post-COVID season, I mean obviously fans are allowed back in the stadium, but there are a lot of rules and regulations now that are imposed upon the players themselves and potentially the families if they want to be able to have the freedom to do certain things as well. Like I went to the training camp with the Lions and if you weren't vaccinated, you weren't allowed to be on the field. And I know that certain teams were doing that too. Just you weren't allowed to come in certain facilities and stuff like that if you were not vaccinated. So I would imagine that that's the same with other teams, not just the Lions. The format for this season, what I'm gonna do is I will do two shows alone in succession and then have a guest on every third episode. I'm thinking about keeping the podcast length about 30 minutes when it's just me, of course, giving my guests however much time they need to tell their stories and this isn't obviously a firm guideline 30 minutes is just going to be me where I stop that's where I, I try to stop talking and wrap up my point at the end but just so that I'm not getting ahead of myself and getting carried away and having multiple conversations that I can't finish but since we're gonna have two in a row you will get to hear me for an hour for two weeks and then we will have a guest I actually already have a guest for my week three episode. You guys are gonna be pretty excited. I'm excited to have her on. I'm excited to talk to her about her own experience in the league because some big stuff happened for her and her significant other in the league. So wait out for that one. So what has actually happened with COVID this off season is that teams were, for COVID protocols, teams were opting out of voluntary off season. They discussed whether they wanted to go in before camp started or not. And a lot of teams, actually a couple of them led the way and saying that they didn't want to do that because there were no specific guidelines in place to put restrictions for what you can and can't do with COVID testing, just anything to make sure that everybody's safe, that the players are safe, that the trainers are safe, coaches are safe. They just wanted to make sure that everybody was going to be in a position where they could ensure that they were healthy and their families would be healthy when they went to when they went into train with the team. So because of that, some of the teams decided not to go in. And because some of the teams decided that, all the teams kind of jumped on board and had to do that. So the NFL has actually come out with some really strict COVID rules. And I'm going to read some of them here. It's like that TikTok trend. Tell me you have to get the vaccine without telling me you have to get the vaccine. Chad and I are both vaccinated. So thankfully, this isn't a problem for us. I know that there are people who are hesitant about being vaccinated, though. And those rules are especially restricting to those individuals. But I'm glad that Chad and I were able to get it this off season and that we we could do so and got it over with and we didn't have any type of complications. Well, I'm going to read you a couple of the things that you can and cannot do if you are vaccinated or if you are not vaccinated. As of now, all NFL stadiums have confirmed that they will allow their stadiums to be at full capacity. So we're going to have to all get used to bumping elbows with somebody again. I kind of got spoiled last year in Texas where there were seats, you know, open here and there and I didn't have to hear people yelling over me. There was an incidence of an individual man who was yelling not so great things at the players who we know and love on the field. So that was a bit annoying. 
and irritating. I hadn't dealt with that actually in a long time, but that was only one instance. But I can only imagine that you're gonna hear a lot more people and you've already seen videos on Instagram. I'm sure I just saw one at the Steelers game where people are drinking and getting into fights. And I do not wanna be anywhere around that, especially when I'm trying to watch Chad kill it on the field. So I'm really hoping stuff like that doesn't happen, especially now that we are not really used to even being close to that many people anymore, even outside of the stadium. So these rules came into effect on June 18th of this year. And like I said, I'm just going to read a couple of them. I might get carried away and read more of them. Okay. So if you are fully vaccinated, no daily testing required, masks not required at club facility or during team travel, no physical distancing required in club facilities with other vaccinated individuals, no quarantine required after high risk exposure to COVID, no travel restrictions, no capacity limits in weight room when all fully vaccinated, may eat in cafeteria with other fully vaccinated individuals. No restrictions on social media, marketing, sponsorship opportunities. May use sauna or steam room. May interact with vaccinated family slash friends during team travel. So those are all the things that you can do if you are fully vaccinated. And here are the things that you cannot do if you are not fully vaccinated. Testing required every day and as bold and underlined. Mass required at club facility and during travel. Must remain physically distant from other clubs and facility must quarantine after high-risk exposure to COVID, travel restrictions in effect, 15-player limit in the weight room, players must be physically distanced in meal room, may not eat with teammates, staff must grab and go, no meals in the cafeteria, no social media, marketing, sponsorship activities permitted, may not use sauna or steam room, may not leave team hotel to eat in restaurants, may not interact with anyone outside of team travel party during travel. So there is a huge difference between what fully vaccinated players can do and what not fully vaccinated players can do. I know that since June 18th, there's been a couple things that have been changed team to team wise, people that I know who've experiences with that as well, people who are vaccinated, people who are not vaccinated. So I'm sure things will keep updating even throughout the season. So this isn't going to be fully accurate by the time of release, I'm sure, especially not as we get to the end of season and we start experiencing more of these I mean, hopefully not COVID breakouts because of the Delta variant, but just different. I'm sure I'm just I'm just betting on hope for the best, expect the worst is what I always think. The NFL has also released a statement as of July 22nd, saying that if a game cannot be rescheduled during the 18 week season due to a COVID outbreak among unvaccinated players, the team who has the outbreak will forfeit and be credited with a loss. There are some other rules that you can look up at the NFL's website, but those were the two biggest ones to me. So that one is what actually got a lot of players talking who aren't vaccinated. There's a couple big name players who had talked about that, not being vaccinated and just carry the stress of that, having to think about your other teammates for a decision that you that you made, you know, putting your team in jeopardy like that. And, and obviously individual players who didn't want to get the vaccine had issue with that. So they've made some public statements about that and you can find those online. I'm not going to even discuss those here. So as of now, that's all the COVID updates that I have for you. Uh, like I said, I'll probably be talking about them on every episode this season, just as updates become more readily available. Another big thing that happened this offseason, as it does every offseason, is the draft. The draft and what that means for other teams. I was surprised that they drafted so many defensive players this offseason. Uh, it's weird watching this three-day-long event having to do with the lives of other guys being drafted, but for everyone in the league that directly impacts what will happen to your respective teams. I, I watch it. It's interesting because I heard a comedian make fun of 
make fun of it somehow. Like it's like going to a graduation and not knowing anybody who's graduating. But because my boyfriend is in the league, I am so invested in it because whatever team these individuals get drafted to can directly impact you. If you're on a team, if you're not on a team, it can directly affect your own position, which is really interesting to see the players that people, the players that are drafted, the teams that want this type of position. So it's interesting even watching the games during season that if you think about it, all of these teams and all of these players are interconnected. And it's funny to think about it like that because it's really not that big of a world when you look at it. It's not that big of a football world. You kind of see the same faces. You see the same woman when you go from team to team. So it's never like you really are going into a place cold. Like you're going to know of somebody at least, which I guess is comforting in a way. But it's funny to see that even the draft without these individuals playing in the league yet, that this does affect so much that happens on these teams. Obviously, with quarterbacks being picked up, they're the talk of the town. Everybody likes to talk about who will be the starting quarterback. But everybody's fighting for a position. So it's the same on every level. It's just you might not look for a defensive lineman. I guess defensive lineman, actually, because they directly correlate to the quarterback. I don't know. I mean, oh. Uh, all of the obviously positions are very important for their own respective purposes but quarterbacks definitely get the most attention especially during draft time because they are very high draft picks for obvious reasons so I just wanted to touch on the draft a little bit here not go so much into an analysis but just talk about how that does affect teams and players and players families and where you're going to move so it's it is a big part of our lives and speaking about being interconnected and watching the draft because that'll directly impact yourself I was reading about different football players so our friends people who we have gotten to know throughout the years and when you're in the football world as I'm sure you are with any professional sport you read articles that may be about your friends and you believe them in a way because you're seeing it online and you're seeing it said by other people and let's say analysts and you believe them but really what I think is you can only really trust that information coming from your friend because I've had friend you know if you get if you hear it from your friend's mouth because I've seen things online and I know they're not true I just talked to that person or Chad just talked to that person I know that what this analyst is saying isn't true or they're not getting all the facts right they're just saying something to say it because it's entertainment because it's content but then I have to look at it from a different perspective like that's their job. Their job is to be an analyst. Their job is to find this information, albeit sometimes it's not always accurate or good information, but that is their job. So trying not to take it on a personal level so much as, you know, taking this as this is their job and this is what they do. You can't get these updates from other people's lives from different media outlets. It's just, I would much rather rely on the information from my friends. And that goes for even, even other football individuals. If I see something online about them, I'm automatically thinking that's not the whole story or especially if it's in a negative light that's not the whole story that's not what happened you're only seeing the parts that you want to see or you're seeing dip bits and pieces because they're trying to keep it confidential because nobody wants their whole personal life out there in the open for everyone to see you want to keep some stuff private and you whatever you choose to release to people but when you're in the pro athlete world and when you're in the world where everybody wants all of this information on you people are going to find out these things no matter how like well you've kept them hidden or you think that you've kept them hidden somebody is going to know so just being super careful about that and what what you say or what you do because people can and will 
spin it the wrong way or see it from their own lens of their own human experience, whether that's accurate and that's what your intention was or not. So I'm excited to start this podcast back up again, start another mode, another outlet of creativity for myself. And I know you're thinking, Bryce, how do we get more of you? How do we get more of you talking, more content? Well, Chad and I made a YouTube page. (laughs) In case you were wondering, Bryce and Chad, the NFL couple, Uh, I haven't been super good about uploading things consistently this offseason because it has been such a crazy offseason for us. Released from a team, picked up from a team, and released from a team again, all within this one offseason. And as with anybody else, you don't really want to release a lot of your life or your your personal life out into the public, especially when you feel like that's something personal or private that you want to keep to yourself. So I've been trying to keep as active as I can with it, but as we're transitioning to another team, I kind of want to hold that stuff close until, you know, everything is finalized. I don't want to release things bit by bit for obvious reasons, but just things will happen very fast and it's not going to be a progression. So, and, and like I said, I'd rather keep that stuff. I'd rather keep that stuff to ourselves for now. So last year, Chad had a great season. I wanted to talk about that a little bit. So when I started the podcast, I don't remember if he had been activated yet. I don't think he had been. I think he was still on P-Squad. But Chad got activated for the last five games of the season for the Texans, and he freaking killed it. So he played in five games. He had 236 yards for the season, so those five games. And in his first game back in two years, he got 101 yards. And I don't know if I said this last year, but I almost passed out when he got his first catch. I was standing there with his family and I... I almost fainted and this happened a second time and that's never happened to me. It was ridiculous. But I was so excited when he just caught the ball. That had been the first time I'd seen him on the field in a a game, a regular game, not just a preseason game in two years since he had been on the Jets. And on the Jets even, I obviously loved seeing him play. I flew out. I was still going to college, so I had one more year. We, We met at Berkeley, so I was still at Berkeley. And I would fly out to see his games, I think at least once or twice a month. So it's kind of a long flight. It's all the way out the other, you know, on the other uh, coast, obviously. But I actually was able to sit front row because I had gambled in Vegas and won a bunch of money. So I wanted to sit front row so that he can see me and he could come up to me and I could wave to him and I could throw my hair side to side because that's how he said he always saw me in college. So that was really awesome. I realized later that they actually got comp tickets, even though they have to pay for tax, but they got tickets where we would be able to sit. I did not have a lot of information on the league or what I could and couldn't do, what he could or couldn't get. So I didn't know that that was an option. But like I said, I won money in Vegas and I was like, to hell with it. I want to sit front row and cheer on mans. So I did. But that was the last time that I had seen him before last year play an actual game. And it was amazing. It was amazing to watch him be able to do that, to travel to all these states with him and go to these different teams and finally be able to see that that had paid off all of his hard work and not just hard work, the talent that his talent back on the field and we are very excited for this next upcoming season I am definitely excited for him 
uh, to go back out on the field and kill it. And I have all of my game day gear. I have made so many game day shirts, it's ridiculous. I'm actually gonna release a video with all the shirts that I've made just so that I can show you guys. I got a Cricut, which is like a, a crafting machine. It's like a cutting machine. It sounds super simple, but you can do a lot of stuff with it if you have a creative mind and some materials. So I made a bunch of shirts for game day this past off season and I'm really excited to wear them to the games. In this first episode back, I did want to touch on a couple points just about moving and the women in this in these relationships with professional athletes and these NFL players and just I I can't stress enough how we're essentially giving up our own life that we had planned and the road that we were on to follow our significant other while they pursue their dreams. There is no really, I, I can't say enough how accurate that that is, that we do sacrifice so much so that our significant others can follow this dream of theirs, follow this dream that lots of other people have too. You know, it's a dream. Whenever you're a little kid playing a sport, you always, I would think at the beginning, at least you want to be a professional in that sport. I played soccer my whole life. I played soccer in college. I, when I was younger, said that I wanted to be a professional soccer player. I, of course, am not that right now. I, was, I wasn't I was good enough to get to that point in my life, but Chad is. These other football players are. And to be in that world with them, to be a significant other in that world is really difficult because depending on what relationship you want to have and he wants to have and you collectively like seek to have together, you know, that dictates how how you're going to go about working in this industry. I had decided after I actually had a couple jobs between the time he got drafted and I graduated up until now. I've had various jobs where I would, you know, I wanted to be able to bring in something also and work full time. And I had this idea of how I was going to work full time and be able to move and be there for him and be supportive and at games and all of this stuff. But I realized that this offseason, that isn't the reality of our situation. I'm sure other situations in the league, you can do that. But our journey in the NFL has been one where we don't have the luxury of staying in one place. So I can't get a job where I have to be there Monday through Friday, this many hours a day, be in one place because we have never been able to do that. Maybe some ladies have been on teams for four, five, six, seven years and they are able to get jobs. Let's say even I'll be a part-time but Chad and I really have not had that opportunity to do that where I am able to do that. So I had to choose between me staying at home and having a full-time job here and doing my thing here or traveling with him and being with him. And to me, what I, what I come to the conclusion on is I put relationships first. Relationships are everything to me. Being with family being around family, doing things for each other, being there for each other, and being there for my significant other, that is all very important to me. I am in such a blessed position, and the other women in the NFL are in such a blessed position where, depending on who you are, to have this opportunity to travel with our men and have the opportunity to not need to have a full-time job, even though you may want to. And there are other women, and I, I don't want to blow over the, the fact that there are other women who do have full-time jobs and who have figured out what they're doing and that they're able to do it on the go and be and like have live a sustainable work life as well that is 
so impressive to me that they're able to find something that worked with their own lives, their significant others' lives, and when they, they can be together and come together at the end of the day. That is so impressive to me because you have to create your own path. Nobody's going to say, okay, come in at this time, you have to do this job. They have to create this whole thing. They have to make their own small business. They have to find something freelance, what they can and can't do with their employer. You have to be very creative if you do want to do something as a job. You can do these creative things, like have these creative outlets. Like I have my our YouTube page. I have this podcast. I'm actually looking to do something in brand management. But right now we're in the process of transitioning to different teams. So it's really difficult when you don't know where you're going to be the next week the next month, you can't really plan for it. So it's difficult to do that. But I did prioritize our relationship over an occupation that I could have if I were to stay at home. This is a crazy opportunity that he has and I wanna be there every step of the way. I want to be there to support him and what he does. I want to be able to be there at the end of the day where he can talk to me about football, about whatever, and that's, something that I decided was the most important to me at this point in our lives. Obviously, as we transition later in life into a different part of our life, a different phase of our life, I'll be doing something then. But for right now, it's so short that I just decided that this is the best, not just for me, but for us and our relationship, for us to help support each other emotionally and financially. It, it was just the best route for us. And again, that was our own, that's our own personal decision. It could be different for other women, but because we've never been able to stay in one spot, because I've had to be there and move our stuff and be super involved in our experience in the NFL, I have decided I can't do both. It just hasn't been possible for me. So that is all that I can think of to tell you for this off season. I talked about what Chad and I've been doing, teams, the season last season, the fact that we are picked up by a network, and that these women who are helping out their men in the league and who are following their men in the league are awesome. They do have their own ambitions. They have chosen this path and it's a difficult one. You decide what you do in your relationship and you decide what you think is best for your own in relationship individually. It doesn't mean f maybe even following your significant other. That's just what I chose. That's what I prioritized. I wanted to be with him through this because it's not that long. And it's an amazing experience and you get to meet some amazing people. And I've met so many people that who sometimes I've even met for a couple hours or just once or barely talked to and I'll message them and I'll text them and because we have this huge thing connecting us. We are in this crazy industry where our significant others get to play the sport that they love, that they've wanted, have the job that they've wanted to have their whole life, that millions of other people, that boys, girls everywhere, they want to be professional athletes. They want to be professional NFL players. And our men get to do that. Our men were good enough to get there. And so I that I wanted to be a part of that. I wanted to be a part of all of it. And I'm going to keep just endlessly supporting him, obviously, and he's going to and he's going to support me as well. We support each other equally just in in different ways. So, that's all I have to say for the first episode back. Thank you for coming back for season 2 if you listened to season 1. If you haven't listened to season 1, we have some amazing guests who are waiting for you. We have a bunch of different people who are doing different things who started their own businesses, who are lawyers, who have their own real estate companies. So, we have 
have a women who are ranging from their occupation, obviously, if not just so their, their attitude, their mindset, where they came from, the teams they've come from in their own relationships with their significant others. So go check out season one if you want to listen to some amazing ladies talk about their own experience in the league. And this doesn't just relate to people who are in the league, but people who want to find their own place in life, who want a better relationship, who are looking for somebody who supports them. These episodes are also good for that too. So like I said, I'll be doing two episodes myself and then I will be with a guest for the third episode. I am very excited for our episode three guest. So stay tuned for that. I will release it at the end of next episode and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to season two, episode one of the NF Ladies podcast. My intro and outro music called Not Ready Yet is written, produced, and sung by my friend Kira Grove. Again, my name is Bryce Watts, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.